Okay, round two. Name something that's not boring. A laundry? Ooh, a book club. Computer solitaire, huh? Ah, oh, sorry. We were looking for Chumba Casino. That's right. Chumbacasino.com has over 100 casino-style games. Join today and play for free for your chance to redeem some serious prizes. Chumbacasino.com. No purchase necessary. by law. 18 plus terms and conditions apply. See website for details. Sphere Roach today is all about conversing with famous people. Rock stars, if you will. I had a chance to talk with a number of artists backstage at DC 101's Kerfuffle recently, and I wanted to put them all into an episode of The Sphere of Roach, but let's do it all in just one. We'll start with legendary guitarist TM, Tom Morello, and then we'll run it back with uh, Samir and Francois of Young the Giant, both live backstage at Kerfuffle. Welcome, welcome to the Sphere, the Sphere of Roach. We're backstage at Meriwether Post Pavilion, DC 101's Kerfuffle, presented by Lattice. We have, we've been calling you the whole time, legendary guitarist Tom Morello. How, how's that feel on you? How's that? How's that jacket? I, I mean, it's, uh, I think I'll have it on my business cards. Okay. Yeah. <laughs> I wanted to, uh, and I want to talk about your guitar playing in a second, but I wanted to start, you know, with no, no jokes, just uh, a thank you. You posted on social media recently about your experiences growing up as a biracial child. And as a biracial child, yeah, it, yeah, it yeah. totally resonated with me. And it's an interesting conversation. And I wanted to, to see if you had any more thoughts on that post. Uh, and maybe even go over the post yeah, for somebody well, who may I mean, not have read it. It's interesting because I, I grew up, I was literally the only black kid in an all-white town. Same so, Yeah, so it was not uh, unusual. I mean, it was very... Everyone in town knew that I was the black kid. Yep. You know, people, my hair was different, yep. my skin was different, and so it was very. When I tried dating, you know, dating that was yep. different. You know, everything, yep. every element. But then later on, I was in a successful rock and roll band that played music that had a lot of the markers of what's considered like white hard rock and roll music. Uh, we appeared on in magazines and radio stations that tended to have like sort of you know white artists. And there's a there's a section of my fan base that whenever I reference being African American freak the f out mm -hmm. like it's, yes and it's very strange so it's, it's like my skin tone hasn't changed but my color has changed and that's you know, it, and it, that was the that was the thing crazy. that really resonated with me was i was the black kid growing up but now i work at a radio station and play rock music and so now i'm not i'm not black enough or yes, yeah, i'm, yeah, I'm yeah, too yeah. black or i'm too white and yeah. it's like you know what i was always classified a certain way and now i'm being classified another way yeah. and it's an interesting yeah. conversation of who can who can speak on race or who can speak on any of these yeah. topics or rock and roll exactly exactly it's you know it's part of the sort of the messed up dna of this country and the issue of race is one that's still very prevalent um but i think that it's you know perhaps it can be a learning moment as well that, that you don't ha like you know you don't have to like a particular kind of music or have a certain kind of diction in order to be African-American. You know so true and so well said. Was there a reason why you decided, you know, you've been in the public eye for over 25 years now. Why Why now did you go, hey, you know oh, what? I mean, this there's is always just some jackass who just says, you're not black. <laughs> you is this cognitive dissonance. You yep. know, like, they, like, in my mind, you've always been white. Stop <laughs> saying you're black. I mean, it upsets me deeply. And, and I, you know, it does sort of open a conversation like, well, why would that upset you? And, yeah. and why would you make that assumption to begin with? And why, when someone self-identifies as African-American, 
is that a problem? Yeah. yeah. Why is it for are you? Why is it for you a problem yeah, yeah, that yeah, I yeah. identify a certain yeah, way? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Anyway, it's just it's a crazy it's a crazy old world. Do you identify as a guitar player? <laughs> okay, I just want to make sure I don't want I want to like, step on any toes in here. Parts, in parts, <laughs> you know, like I've always I've always thought that like my my strength was more as like a curator than a guitar player. Oh, interesting. You know what I mean? Well put. Like whether whether it's you know in a band and trying to help with other musicians to sort of forge the direction or with the show that I'm doing now. Like the guitar playing is a crucial component of yep. it and kicking and and shredding is is the red meat wheelhouse, mm -hmm. you know, of what I do. But that's not just what I do. You know, like I've got a lot of ideas and whether they're, you'll see today, like we constructed a show, uh, Sean Evans, who was the artistic director for Roger Waters' last two tours, is the artistic director of, of this show. Mm -hmm. So it's like, it's more immersive, it's very visual, it's both political, it's also just straight up rock and roll. We want there to be mosh pits in the in the pit and in your mind. It's, uh, it's interesting you say, you use the word show, uh, because it, you, it, Gives the impression that it's it's not just we're going up and playing music. Nope. It's it's an immersive yeah, show yeah, experience. Yeah, absolutely, absolutely. You know, I've been in a lot of bands. You know, from Rage to Audio Slave, where you know it's four guys standing toe to toe on a stage with one backdrop behind you and go. Mm -hmm. uh, this is not that. I want, it, but on the other hand, this show is the show where I've played the most electric guitar and guitar solos of any show I've ever done. Interesting, too. Yeah, and so, you know, and the ball. well, the reason I asked the question in the first place was, do you ever feel some sort of pressure to shred? Like, do you, do you go, you know, I got some acoustic jams in my back pocket, but <laughs> I got to shred because I'm funny. Tom Morello. Yeah, no, not really. I mean, I've always, I've been very, very confident in sort of following my own North Star when it, came, when it comes to that stuff. Uh, and, you know, I did make four records in the kind of the folk Americana mm -hmm. genre as the Night Watchman, where a lot of my, like, sort of fan base were pissed because there wasn't enough Absolutely, shredding. Yes. Like, that's... Well, it was this kinda, is me too. That's what I'm going to do. <laughs> this that's is what, what I, I feel. But today, however, I feel like shredding. <laughs> well, that's going to be great. Brace yourself. Uh, do you know what else is happening today? And speaking of what you feel like doing, it's uh, Game of Thrones finale. You are in the news in the rock world. You decided, you know what? I'm taking on that theme song. What was that experience <laughs> yeah, like? Well, and I'm, what I'm, was it like working I'm with all those different guitarists? With some of the, you know, some of the, the people involved in that. So uh, uh, it was just a real like uh, Ramin who does the who composes the music, the beautiful music for the show. Yep. He's been a friend for a while. And, and Dan uh, Weiss, one of the creators of the mm -hmm. show, he and I are actually dads at the same school and like rock dads and he's he's metal and he's a pretty good shredder too oh really so, yeah, yeah. Okay. So, that was, so there was the uh, and i've known nuno for a while and scotty so we had a real ball like doing a game of thrones a shreddy version <laughs> and the one big surprise was like brad paisley came in there and that guy kicked ass i was gonna that say so what, guitar. that that was the surprise of the video yeah, was yeah, like yeah. wait a second brad paisley's yeah, in yeah, there yeah 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 he, he'd stop by and he can play guitar too so uh where well, we'll post that by the way it's on dc101.com what was that experience? Was it fun? Would you, oh, it was super fun. I mean, did you I, have to learn the chords? I did have to, and that is not my forte. Is not sort of learning this kind of like classical music thing. But mm -hmm. uh, I spent a little bit of time getting it together. And there's multiple guitar parts, and I said, guys, this is the part I know, so that's the one I'm going to play. <laughs> I'll take cool this part. That, I'll play that one because that's the one that I learned last night. So. so that's happening later tonight because later this afternoon you're going to do, as you said, shred on yes, stage at Merriweather for Kerfuffle. Very much looking forward to it. I've played Merriweather a number of times through the years. Yep. I played it. Uh, Rage and Wu Tang played a very historic. Show here in 97 i think i played here with bruce springsteen in the not too distant Whoa. past maybe uh and uh and i played a couple other times as well so very much looking forward to this venue is a great one the crowd the, playing this shed on a hot day is going to be super fun and we're really happy you're having you're coming here and playing with us and we're looking forward to your set so thank you tom morello we appreciate the time my pleasure thank you okay round two name something that's not boring a laundry oh a book club Computer solitaire, huh? Ah, oh, sorry. We were looking for Chumba Casino. 
That's right. Chumbacasino.com has over 100 casino style games. Join today and play for free for your chance to redeem some serious prizes. Chumbacasino.com. No purchase necessary. Forward, by law. 18 plus. Terms and we are backstage at Meriwether Post Pavilion, DC 101's Kerfuffle, and I have the guys from Young the Giant here. Uh, welcome. First off, thank you. Thank you. It's good to have you. Um, we've been doing this thing all afternoon, Klinger uh, and Jones and, and myself, where we're hanging out, handing out these old pictures where we look like we're 1980s DJs, and we're uh, we're signing them as if we are 1980s DJs. And and Jones just asked you guys a question. First of all, do you guys do like baseball players where you have to sign a thousand balls before the gig? Do you have to sign like a hundred different things before each gig? Not each gig, but sometimes like we, it'll accrue and then we have like 500 things to sign in one day. Um, and uh, it's not my favorite thing to do. No, no. But and, and the funny thing is, and please don't put on any airs about it. You know you practiced your autograph when you were like 11 years old. Yeah. I actually love cursive. Well, and then you know they don't they don't teach it in school anymore. So I don't know how people are going to sign an autograph now. It's like hieroglyphics now. <laughs> so now when you when you do your autograph, you're like, all right, here we go. But back in the day, it was somebody's going to ask me for an autograph, and I want to make sure my S has a big old yeah. swoosh in it. Oh, yeah. So how is the Samir autograph today? Um, you know, it's one thing, one movement. So I do the Stussy sign in the, in the front, mm -hmm. <laughs> and then uh, some hearts, some X's and O's. No, I, can, I try to change it up, and usually, like, you know, sometimes if it's just one, then I'll try and do it nice and make it really pretty. Sometimes people ask us to do, like, ask me to write lyrics to songs so they can tattoo it on themselves. That's, a, that's hard. Yeah, and that's I'm a like, hard. I don't want to mess this up. So yeah. I'll do a little, like, nice, but then after, like, you know, the 400th one, it's, like, you know, kind of like this. Can I, because uh, you were earlier, you were playing the Lidos uh, guitar, which is the most 80s guitar ever. It's kind of it badass. Um, it's great. Maybe you might want to put an umlau somewhere. Uh, in your autograph at some point, <laughs> Motley Crue style. <laughs> That'd be great. Um, and so Clinger just asked this question to Shade, and he kind of stole a little bit of my thunder. So I'm going to rephrase this question uh, because I'm sitting here and talking to you guys, and I'm thinking to myself, what's it like to be a rock band in 2019? And the reason it came up on in my radar is because I was listening to my favorite band of all time, Pearl Jam, on the way in. And they kind of railed against the way the status quo was in the, in the 90s and 2000s. Uh, but now the way that they came up almost feels a little antiquated where you're selling 2 million copies of your album and you're moving forward from there. So even the way that what they were railing against has kind of become more of a traditional antiquated type of thing. So what's it like to be a, a rock band? And I'm not just saying musicians because it's different than pop artists. What's it like being a rock band in 2019? I mean, that's a that's a loaded question. Yeah, I know, I know, I know. I, uh, I served it lot. up. I mean, I think music generations pass now, like every you know month. Mm -hmm. So exactly, you're like like dinosaurs. You know, yes. we've been around for you know like eight years, and that's a long time. Um, and there there's like never going to be a band like Pearl Jam anymore. I don't think. I mean, maybe things will change, but I actually really like being in this limbo. It's kind of like almost famous, where you know you like yeah. you can hang out and have a normal life, and then sometimes people will be like, hey, I like your band. And you're, you're kind of redefining what success is measured by at this point because you could say, oh, we sold 900,000 copies of our album first week. No one's ever going to do that again. <laughs> so you can't use that as a measuring stick no, anymore. No. So how do you guys feel your success or your, your, your connection with your, your audience or who you're trying to get your music across? How do you feel that is getting established in 2019? Uh, I mean, I think just in general, the new reality of being a musician is like you have to spend so much more time on the road. Mm -hmm. um, 
and the, it's a double-edged sword on one hand you, it's it is tiring it's really expensive to be out on the road i think people don't even really think about that but there's just like so many logistics on the other hand you're face to face with the people who are listening to your music every single night which is um there's there's really nothing like that like you can see the number of streams or a number of records sold but when you actually see people who are connecting with your music on a night and night out basis like that is the most amazing feeling you know yeah we get to do that um you know we've, we've done 70 shows on this this record so far i think we have another like 40 coming up and yeah it's exciting and, and i said it as a goof about the the signing of the autographs but you know when eddie vetter leaves the stage or leaves the recording studio he leaves it behind whereas you know the the challenge today is well what what did you post on instagram lately what have you guys tweeted anything lately what and it's it's that whole thing where you don't just walk off stage and go, all right, I'm done promoting my band. We've got to now we move on to the next city. Does that get draining? I mean, to be honest, um, we kind of got grandfathered into this thing where it's not as important for us. I think if you talk to, I'm sure you have talked to all the other bands mm -hmm. here today, some of whom are uh, much younger than us. Some of whom, like Tom, has been in this yep. game forever. I mean, I watched him play Rock the Bells when I was 16 like, <laughs> I met him backstage like oh my god you're Tom Morello um, but it's it's for us you know it, we're not as reliant on that you know I think um, there are a lot of positives to that obviously I think it's just like music is lucid now and you can just kind of release it and don't have to care about having to like curate it and make it like super perfect and I think right now that's what people really need they need something that's honest um, but at the same time, it also it's kind of like based on like winning a lottery ticket, you know, mm -hmm. like having this viral thing, um, which which works for a few, yeah, and for other people who kind of want to do it the old way, they're they're having to figure out a new how we're gonna do that. Yeah. You guys uh, and I to pivot to a social media hashtag that you guys are trying to get going. Uh, what's the story with Yon the Giant in the open? Yeah, that's actually something we've been doing for. Pretty much as long as we've been touring. Uh, the first time we ever did. But there's it. a ha the hashtag is up now, and like you're you're getting it out, like you're saying this I don't is. I think this it was like as calculated as it. I was just like, you know, people do hashtags. <laughs> Let's come up with. <laughs> oh, did you add a hashtag? Okay. There's so a hashtag now. There's an. Usually we do things by committee. I did not vote yes. On oh, the hashtag, uh oh. So. Uh oh. Uh, yeah, I mean, it's it is a part of uh, what we do that we're really proud of and that is really near and dear to us. Mm -hmm. Just being able to take our songs and go out into these amazing beautiful places and feel kind of inspired to do a stripped down rendition um but if it is becoming a hashtag thing that's that's his fault well and the new single you've got the you've got a, a thing going around where it's some shirtlessness there's, there's some minor nudity in it it's, <laughs> and it's very very cool and I, that's the thing i was looking at. i was like oh this is this is very fun i like this yeah, um yips. before i let you go i'm gonna need samir t for you uh to write in any universe you are my dark star on my uh, yeah, skin so that <laughs> i'll I, just do a star like uh, and honestly my this is my favorite lyric of the last two years like oh, i just like you. every time that pops up in superposition i'm like yes yes um i listen i'm not gonna call you a nerd but it's, i'm a nerd it, yeah, we're thank, all nerds. Thank you for calling yourself a nerd. <laughs> and as a fellow nerd, I was like, thank you. So, like, listen, you're not calculatingly putting in a lyric like that, but how does a lyric like that come to you and you're like, I want to get that into a song? Mm -hmm. I think well, we were oftentimes when we write songs, at least songs that become important in our careers, we have like a long, in-depth conversation about, you know, what the song should mean and what and how we're seeing these things happen in our life as in a pattern. And... Um, the idea of superposition to me had become something that I just was seeing everywhere in life, you know, trying to step outside of myself mm -hmm. and um, 
accept these different versions of who I am and different versions of who everyone is. Um, and I've always been, you know, my, my granduncle is a black hole physicist, so I like, oh, it's I always get yeah. that for me that grew up with family and stuff. And um, we wanted, the challenge was to make a song like that, but make it a love song yep. and have it something that people can understand, but without having it feel too esoteric. Mission accomplished. Mission accomplished. And now, uh, Heat of the Summer, next single. You'll be hearing that on DC 101. So uh, I think that's it. You guys got to get ready for a co-headlining set this evening at Kerbuffle. Thank you for spending a couple of minutes with us. And uh, go tear it up tonight. Thank you, man. You are now leaving the sphere of Roach. Thanks for stopping by. Stopping by. Stopping by. Stopping by. Stopping by. Stopping by. Judy was boring. Hello. Then Judy discovered Jumbacasino.com. It's my little escape. Now Judy's the life of the party. Oh, baby. Mama's bringing home the bacon. Whoa. Take it easy, Judy. The Chumba Life is for everybody. So go to ChumbaCasino.com and play over 100 casino-style games. Join today and play for free for your chance to redeem some serious prizes. ChumbaCasino.com. No purchase necessary. Voidware prohibited by law. 18 plus terms and conditions apply. See website for details.